And welcome to another episode of The Godfather, Godfather Minute, Minute, starring me, Alex Robinson. And starring me, Andy Robinson. And together, we're the Godfather, Godfather Minute, Minute Brothers, Brothers, here to talk about Minute 133 of The Godfather. Alex, repita. Repita. E numero. E numero. Minuto. Minuto. Numero. Nu- Wait. I got Again? it backwards. I got it backwards. <laughs> and minuto, numero, which is ironic. Minuto, I'm, studi- I'm, I'm officially studying Italian now. You want to start over? Start yeah, let's try it. Go ahead. Take okay. two. Gentani, and welcome to another episode of the Godfather, Godfather Minute. Minute. My name is Alex Robinson. And my name is Alex Robinson. And together we are the Godfather, Godfather Minute, Minute brothers. brothers. Here to talk about Minute, Minute 133. 133. Alex, a minuto. A minuto. Numero. Numero. Cento. Cento. Trenta. Trenta. Tre. Cento trenta y tre. You got it. Cento trenta y tre. It's like 33. Exactly. Oh. You're doing great. Finally starting to make sense to mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to, by the end of this, when the season is over, I'm going to go to Sicily and bust out my new Italian. I'm going to order, yeah. I'm going to say every number from one to 190, maybe. <laughs> You're just going to go and stand in the piazza and start reciting Waiting numbers. for that thunderbolt. I'll be all like, Monday, Tuesday, <laughs> no, 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 no. That's what I'll sound like to the Italian <laughs> people. I'll, I'll sound like that. I know the numbers. Uno, due, cinque, sei. Uh, so we're talking about minute 133. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the finale of the meeting of the six families. Dun, dun, dun. It's been going on for like over a month now. Dun, dun, dun. Um, a whole month. The Don is standing, Bellucci style, and declares that on the souls of his grandchildren, he will not break the peace. Mm-hmm. Uh, at that point, Barzini stands and meets Don at the head of the table for a hug. Mm-hmm. Later in the car, uh, Don tells Tom Hagen to mention, but not insist, mm-hmm. that Barzini's men should have clean records. Barzi- Barzini's men? Yeah. i just leave that there because the minute doesn't resolve that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if we had another five seconds, we would have gotten to our classic line. Yeah. That should have been the countdown. Yeah. Right? That should have been the countdown. Uh-huh. Uh, speaking of countdowns, how many minutes are we until, um, until the, um, until we get to see, uh, Mo Green? You know, I, I feel so, I feel terrible because I, I haven't marked terrible. the number and the number isn't in the song. I guess you can't put it in the song cause it's always changing. But well, you can put the minute number, but you can't put the how many minutes yeah, are left. Exactly. So what you're saying is you don't know. I don't know. What you're trying to tell me is you don't know. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Let's say if you last week you said it was like 20 minutes, but I'm just trying to think of what happens between now and oh, then. Oh, you got Vegas. You got K. Well, Vegas. Oh. Is, <laughs> Vegas is what we're counting down to. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking of all the scenes left. Yeah. Well, so it's probably just Michael coming back with K. And then probably the casino scene. So probably the, the like Vegas four scene. minutes. If I think the K Michael scene is at least oh, yeah, fourteen maybe. minutes. No way. <laughs> it feels You're like fourteen that. minutes. Well, remember he's been gone a year, so Coppola has to has to create oh, the sense yeah. of long it's time. True. His big beard. <laughs> yeah. 
All right, so anyway, 14 minutes then. <laughs> in that scene, Michael says, okay, I love you, and, and I want us to have a family together. Michael, you've already said that for the past 20 minutes. Why do you keep saying that over and over again? <laughs> yeah, uh, so I think you're right. It is just a handful of minutes. Awesome. Yeah. So five minutes. Mm-hmm. So it's a handful, right? It's about a handful. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so what you got for this minute? Well, I've got a lot from the book. Why okay. don't we first talk about the film? Okay. My first one, my first point is, is what is the origin of the expression swear on the souls of my grandchildren? Hmm. And is it, was it created in this movie? Is it an old Sicilian expression? I don't recall hearing people say it growing up unless they were imitating Don Corleone say it. Yeah. So I did reach out to our Latin scholar, Dr. Peter Crucci. Oh, yeah? Uh, he said he would get back to me, but he's still researching mm. it. So maybe we'll, we'll, we'll get back to it next yeah, week. But we'll get there. what do you think of that? I feel like it's an older thing. Yeah. I don't feel like it's Not something. Sicilian. I don't think it was invented by the Godfather. Oh, all right. But you know, it might be a Sicilian thing. I guess it feels like there's every culture has like blood oaths you know what mm. i mean like mm-hmm. i swear but um <laughs> i just thought of our bonus content by the way what's that is we can have what would each character swear oath on. and swear <laughs> um because i guess it's i can see it going starting off it, it, it's, it's easy to see it evolving from like listen if i'm if i'm lying you get to kill like yeah, I'm swearing on the lives of my children. If, mm-hmm. I lie, if, I, if I lie, you can kill my children. Yeah. That's how serious I am. So then it was probably even more like, not just on their lives, but on their souls. So you oh, know, if yeah. I'm lying, they won't just get a quick death. They'll be burning in hell for all eternity. So, it's so you just said children. You didn't say grandchildren. Are you saying the first iteration was children and then their children's souls, but even that wasn't enough? So then they moved to grandchildren because grandchildren are even more helpless than children? Does it... Does it, um, is it worse to be, um, is it worse to, uh, do you think it went, (laughs) I swear on the life of my child, the life of my grandchild, the soul of my grandchild, or did it go the life of my child, the soul of my child, the soul of my child and the life of my grandchild, or, or does it do any of those automatically include I don't think they include the souls, first of all. If you say life, that does not include oh, no, the souls. No, no, I know. But, but if you say, I swear on the souls of my grandchildren, does that automatically include the souls of your children as well? Oh, Are they, uh, gra- no. they grandchildren? No, I think in? they're all exclusive. <laughs> okay. So they're all independent. But I think you're also missing one. I think, I think the original or, or the first level of seriousness is, I swear on the soul of, the soul, the soul of my child. And then Barzini's like, oh, Don Corleone, that's not really enough. Okay, I, okay, I swear on the on the souls of my grandchildren. I threw in a few extra for you. I'm not sorry. Like, oh, their lives too. Li- and then he moves to grandchildren. So you got the singular. Well, so that was all children. That was just all children. Okay, yeah, yeah. Boy, that uh, that Natalia really needs assurances. If he's going digging <laughs> through half the family. That, uh, well, don't forget his pimp is keeping him really insecure. Mm, yeah. I need 
afterlife assurances too, Don Corleone. <laughs> it's possible that also because all of their children are, a lot of their children are involved in the mafia. Yeah. They've already lost their soul. So oh. like swearing on my, my child's soul, who's already going to go to hell. That doesn't really. Yeah, that's so, true. That's be something oh, that the point. person is risking something. You know? Well, so. another, another point is if, if Don says, for example, if Don Corleone said, on the, I swear on the soul, I swear on the I souls, on the of, souls my, of my children, on the souls of my children. If he had said that, but mm-hmm. assuming Sonny weren't dead, yeah. I'm, sorry, I swear on the lives of my children, but Sonny were still alive. Yeah, no one's gonna go and mess with Sonny, right? Because don't they have to go? If he breaks the peace, then he's saying, "All right, you get to take my child's life." But no one's gonna want to go mess with Sonny. Well, or I know that's not the case now because Sonny's dead. Well, but I think in that case, it's like the um, the, the the negotiators, where oh. if I if you swear on your children's life and mm. then you don't follow through, then I get to I get to kill you. Have to kill your children. So you would have to kill yeah. Sonny if you swore on his yeah, life. Yeah, he's right. your guarantee. So. Yeah, and if I didn't, then the Bochichios would kill me and the children. Yeah, they would. Yeah. yeah. So wow. uh, it's this you uh, uh have you ever sworn on anything? Uh, let me guess uh, so okay, I'll tell you the story. <laughs> I generally don't believe in in it's all superstitious nonsense. Mm-hmm. So um I was talking with my friend Chris Radke and I swore on something and he was like, Oh, swear on like your brother's life. Swear on your brother's life that th- that you're telling the truth. And I said, I swear on my brother's life. And then he's like, swear on 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 uh, Cadbury, your cat's life. Swear oh. that. And I was just like, oh, I couldn't do it. <laughs> because you were lying? Because I was lying. Oh, he swore on your brother's <laughs> life. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> well, you can take care of yourself. I can we'll take see care of myself. So yeah. that's a great example. So I need to watch out for Chris Radke coming after me. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Kinda. Yeah. Well, so so, uh, but but that's a great example of yeah. how if I had sworn on your life, Chris yeah. already knows you're going to hell, so it doesn't it doesn't really matter. Yeah, so that's true. But yeah, you but, swore on my life, not I don't, on my soul. I don't remember the specific. I just remember there was definitely. It might not even been you. It might have been our parents or oh, whatever. Okay. But oh, that's okay. Definitely, the, <laughs> that makes it okay. Definitely, definitely <laughs> the raising it up a notch to the cat. Is yeah, what, is what is what put me over the line. I don't even believe in it. It's stupid. <laughs> That's and if any cat should have gone to hell, it was cat. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's really odd that you. That's where you drew the line. You wouldn't swear on the soul of your cat because he's an animal. He doesn't have a soul anyway. Let them lose their soul. As Don <laughs> well, he has a soul, but oh, they're gonna lose, gonna lose it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that is the only time you swore i've, I've definitely again. sworn you know i yeah. swear to god pinky swear or whatever but yeah. uh, but that was the only time that i've ever taken seriously the part about how it's you're you're risking the lives and possible mm-hmm. eternal souls of your uh my gosh your cat <laughs> <laughs> so another item i have for this minute alex is uh-huh. at the very end of the the, the meeting of the dawn scene you, they go over uh, Don Tatalia and Don Corleone go, and they make the peace, and they physically hug each other. And yeah. the very last second of that scene, Don Corleone takes Don Tatalia's both of his hands in his hands mm-hmm. and just starts shaking. Did you notice that? <laughs> I, I, I he just starts shaking, shaking Tatalia's both yeah. of his hands, shaking Tatalia's. <laughs> oh, that's the name of our episode. Shaking Tatalia. <laughs> Write that down. Oh yeah. That. 
That's the name of your band too, right? Mm-hmm. So have you ever, well, one, did you notice that? Two, well, let's start with that. One, did you notice that? I uh, did not notice it. I notice it every time I watch huh. the movie. Wow, it's just a funny. real unique way to, yeah. it was, the, it was the post-hug. Mm-hmm. And it was, he was yeah. about to say something to him, but the, the scene cut. Yeah, awesome. So your question, your next question was, do you have I ever grabbed Have you ever done hand? that? Yeah, should, and not grab, just... It's kind of like a two-hand shake. Yeah, we'll describe because people at home don't know what the gesture you're doing. It's kind yeah, of like sorry, it's 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 one. My left hand is so Corleone's left hand took Tatalia's right hand. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Corleone's right hand took Tatalia's left hand. It was kind of like a ring around the rosy. Yeah, for, like with a, two people. Yeah, and Corleone just started shaking lifting his, hand. his hands up and down, up and, down. and thus lifting yeah. Talia's arms up and down <laughs> yeah. he's like we started bench pressing to Talia <laughs> Talia do you even lift <laughs> yeah uh, so you think yeah, Don yeah, Corleone sure, started that oh he definitely did you don't think that's Talia doing it I think it's clear it's Don Corleone mm, okay yeah. I like that this is interesting yeah I want to try to start doing that more with people it's it's a very uh close greeting it's it's much much Less formal than a just a regular handshake. Well, I was gonna. I thought you were gonna ask me if I've ever done that. With yeah, someone. have you ever done that? I can't. I, I cannot imagine any situation. If there was a girl I liked and I was into some kind of romantic situation, I could see holding both hands and talking. But the idea of talking to like a peer and doing that, I would yeah. never, never do it. A thousand. So years. let's do a little experiment. Put your put your little drink down. I'm gonna come over. <laughs> I need my drink first. Right, is it, oh. I'm gonna I'm gonna come on over. Yes. And I'm gonna right, we're gonna. Do that scene. Okay. Just the quick little hand thing, and I'm going to ask you how, how it works. Do was. I stand up, too? No, no, don't even stand up. I'm just okay. going to come over. Okay. And then I'm going to ask you how, what was the experience like. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Here we go. You know, while I'm shaking your hands, why don't you comment on it, okay? okay. I, I'll be off mic. All right, so Andy's walking. He's now approaching me. I'm sitting down, and he's shaking my arms. Uh, yeah. Which yeah, I... I'm glad we made the piece. I'm glad we made the piece. <laughs> Okay, I got the. I got the idea. Well, what was that like? It's definitely a power move. Really? Yeah, because um, <laughs> because when you you grab my hands uh-huh. and then you started lifting your hands up and down and thus my arms were going mm-hmm. and then I was like, oh, my arms are just like wet noodles just hanging here and I said, uh, let me try to reclaim some of the power and join you yeah. in the lifting up and down but for whatever reason i couldn't i couldn't like get the same rhythm so i was yeah. con- you were constantly just moving my hands yeah, around you were so. always like half a half an oscillation yeah behind i couldn't me. Uh, i couldn't i couldn't well was, i think it also had to do with the way i was grabbing your hands yeah. you were your palms were facing in you both of our all of our palms were facing in it but i was on the outside i'm gonna i'm gonna demonstrate it again also i was sitting down as well so that might be part of the uh you see that? All the palms are forward. Well, that makes it easier. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think when you first did it, my palms were down. Really? So it was much more like I was just like... like oh, that's harder to, to keep Wait, your hands... <laughs> he's grabbing my wrist. <laughs> now he slapped me and saying I look terrible and I need to eat something. Yeah, anyway, so definitely back, a power move. Please go back and watch it. Okay. This is so cool. Do I have to start from minute one and go all the way through no, again? You could just watch that. Minute. Okay. Yeah. Uh, definitely a power movie you should do. Yeah. LBJ style. Do you think Don Corleone, do you think Don Zalucci's taking notes of mm. these power moves so he can apply them? 
So far, I would say no. So far, his power moves uh, have been pretty weak sauce. So, yeah, yeah. So, uh, um, what else you got, Alex? I have a uh, one observation that when uh, Brando saying the thing at the beginning about "I will not be the one," he's he's standing in such a way where it reminds me of um, Airplane, the movie Airplane. You've seen mm-hmm, Airplane, yeah, right? because. The Don is standing in a way where the painting behind him, the person is in almost the exact same pose that he is in with no. one hand down on the table and his um, left hand up on like his hip. <laughs> so, wow. so next time we watch it, you'll cool. have to see. Oh, I'll see check it, it out. Yeah, Didn't so notice that. It's really fun. I don't know if that was intentional or not or whether, you know, it's you don't see the whole painting. You just see like the corner of it. So, yeah, that's um, great. Question for you. Mm hmm. As the Don is saying this, does he know that he will advise Mikey to break the peace? Or did does I, Mikey does the Don know? It's a great question. I think in the film it is not clear. Mm-hmm. And I think if I had not read the book, I would I would have thought that these were Mikey's plans and not the Don's plans. Mm-hmm. Because he swears on the souls of his grandchildren. Right. I take that seriously. But then he says that I will not be the one to break the peace. Oh, I see. Oh, it's a, technic- it's a technicality. Yeah, exactly. He, they are lawyers, it turns out. Because <laughs> <laughs> the, the way he's looking at the mm-hmm. Talia when he says it, he looks like he has such contempt in his yeah. in his face that yeah. to me it seems like he knows, like, I'm totally going to totally do this. And, yeah. You know. Yeah. And it's almost like Tatali accepts his fate when he does that nod up and down. <laughs> he, <knows>. <laughs> <laughs> he does like assurances. So. <laughs> Can I get part. that in writing? <laughs> <laughs> I don't need that notarized Don Corleone. Yeah. Um, the last thing I had was uh, getting back to the Don's grandchildren. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know I heard you ask, how many grandchildren does he actually have at this point? How many grandchildren has? And when, so how when you say something like that, left? does it mean your current grandchildren or all your grandchildren? Oh. Like, is it? I swear on the souls of my current grandchildren. <laughs> I swear on Any of my existing grandchildren. <laughs> oh, my gosh. They are lawyers. Uh, because according to the Godfather wiki, there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine grandchildren the Don winds wow. up having. Anthony. Yeah, I was going to say, how many can you name? Oh, God. Anthony. And name the, who the parents are. Okay, so K's, K and Mikey's kids are Anthony and I know it's Sophia Coppola and GF3. Uh, what's her name? What's her name? Mary. Mary, that's right, yeah. And is that from the young ones? <laughs> no, it's from 227. Oh, <laughs> let's see. And you said nine? Nine. Oh, my gosh. Well, you got two already. Oh, Vincent is uh, Santino and, and Lucy's uh-huh. illegitimate son. Yes. So mm-hmm. that's three. That's three. You have uh, four oh, more. Oh, I know Santino. Santino has a daughter that there's a scene cut out of GF2 and the daughter and her her uh, fiance go to talk to uncle Mikey to get permission. Right. I don't remember her name. Uh, he actually has two daughters. He has two daughters. Okay. Oh, you, know, you know, they don't list Tom Hagen's children in this. Oh, okay. that's sad. Yeah. Cause he's as much a father as he is to him as he was to the yeah, other brothers. That's true. Mm-hmm. I can, I don't think I can name the rest. Uh, Francesca and Kathy, uh, the twin girls mm-hmm, that are the sons mm-hmm. of son, daughters of Sonny, uh, Frank, who we see give a card to uh, the Don oh, while he's in front. Yeah. Love your grandson, Frank. Yeah, that's right. Oh, what about uh, 
Connie's son who was picked up from yeah. kind of Larson and Reno. <laughs> huh? What was what's his name? Your boy Victor. Oh, Victor. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and there's Santino Jr. Oh, who I don't really know if we see much about him. Mm. Uh, and you're missing one more. And to give you a little, you're a not little, counting the aborted baby. Well, was it a boy? Well, you know, Mikey. I don't know why I can't Mikey get a straight was, answer out of you. <laughs> <laughs> if my children come and play with their toys. Uh, who am I missing? Michael. Michael Risi. Michael Risi. That's the uh, Carlo. That's the, oh, the baptism. Oh, yeah. Is, is, uh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. And they call him Mikey. Mikey. To differentiate him from... Uh, mm. Yeah. So, there you go. So, oh, so at so at the time of this... Um, what year is this now in the Godfather time? 1948? Oh, Probably around there, yeah. So... Um, uh, Francesca and Kathy, Kathy were born in 37. Frank was born in 40. Frank Santino Jr. was born in 45. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm assuming he's not counting Vincent, who he probably does not yeah. know is his illegitimate yeah. child. But So those are all the children that exist at this time, hmm. which means that uh, Victor, Mikey, and um, Mary and Anthony mm-hmm. are all, we don't know if they're included in the damnation. Thing. Yeah. But yeah. considering what happens to Mary, you feel like at least she got, uh, she might've gotten yeah. some uh, collateral damage in that one. That's a lot of souls. It's a lot of, a lot yeah. of souls in that burning pit. But I think you're right. Technically, Don Corleone is off the hook because he doesn't break the yeah. peace. There is some information in the book about the behind the scenes thinking of Don Corleone in this scene. Let's hear it. We ready to crack open the book? Let's do it. You know what we haven't played in a while? What? The book is different than the movie. The book is different than the movie. The book is different than the movie. The book is different. The book is different. The book is different than the movie. Yeah. I was just going to say we need a book theme, but that, that's pretty much the same thing. Yeah, it's kind of the same thing. Yeah. What you got for me? Got some great stuff in the book. What you got to say there, Buzo? So when the Dons are wrapping it all up, and Don Corleone and Don Tatalia go and and, uh, make their personal piece, the other Dons, Puzo writes, the other Dons in the room applauded and rose to shake hands with everybody in sight and to congratulate Don Corleone and Don Tatalia on their new friendship. It was not perhaps the warmest friendship in the world. They would not send each other Christmas greetings. But they would not murder each other. That was friendship enough in this world. Mm. All that was needed. You just reminded me that the um, non-Puzzo novels, The Godfather's Revenge and The Godfather Returns, mm-hmm. which I still want to read. Yeah. Um, apparently they cover the rise of Don Corleone oh. in between the Robert De Niro era and the oh, cool. modern and the, you know, Marlon Brando era. But it makes me wonder if like Tatalia and Barzini are characters in that. Yeah. And I would love to see, I would love for them to make a movie. It's cast someone as the young, young Tatalia and oh, like yeah. you know, young Barzini and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That'd be really cool to see, see them all. I mean, Really, each Don could have their yeah. own spin-off stories. They're such a, such interesting characters. And then there'd be a scene like where Don Zalucci's like, uh, you know, has his heart broken by an African American woman, and uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's right. Like one of his children dies from a uh, 
drug overdose. Yeah. Then he got school. So it's. <laughs> you find out Don Tatali's mother was a prostitute. Oh, so man. You just keep that, oh, that cycle of craziness. Yeah. Stracci. Cunio. Cunio. Cunio and his candy buttons, his poisoned candy buttons. Puzza writes. Since his son, Freddy, was under the protection of the Molinari family <laughs> in the West, Don Corleone lingered with the San Francisco Don after the meeting to thank him. San Francisco Don. He's not so, like, flamboyant. <laughs> Molinari said enough for Don Corleone to gather that Fredo had found his niche out there. Oh, nice. Banging cocktail waitresses two <laughs> well, at a time. Yeah. Fre- Fredo was happy and be- and had become something of a ladies' man. Yeah. He had a genius for running a hotel, it seemed. Hmm. Don Corleone shook his head in wonder, as many fathers do when told of undreamed-of talents in their children. Oh, nice. That's interesting. I'm glad the Don was proud of, of Fredo. Yeah, definitely. Um, so a couple... Well, can you, what do they think of next, huh? <laughs> can you believe it? I thought he was just going to be running these little nightclubs, but it turns out he's a hotel guy. Uh, who's going to pick up people at the airport now? Yeah. <laughs> Puzza writes, Meanwhile, Corleone made it clear to the San Francisco Don that he was in his debt for the great service done in protecting Freddy. Now, that, just as a reminder, Don Molinari was had a handle on sports betting, mm-hmm. and he was based in San Francisco on the waterfronts. Not the uh, L.A. But isn't there a different L.A. waterfront? Yeah, guy? yeah. There okay. were those docks, too. Yeah, that was a different Don. So I don't totally understand this, but I want to read it. Puzzo writes, Corleone let it be known that his influence would be exerted so that the important racing wires would always be available to his people no matter what changes occurred in the power structure in the years to come. An important guarantee since the struggle over this facility was a constant open wound complicated by the fact that the Chicago people had their heavy hand in it. Mm. But Don Corleone was not without influence, even in that land of barbarians. (laughs) And so his promise was a gift of gold. Can you interpret that for me? Is that the wires? Is that the world of racing and betting? I'm going to guess that that's probably like um, they get the sport. They get the results from different places. Mm -hmm. So it's like, oh, who's betting? Who's who ran at Aqueduct? And if you Uh, could have instantaneous results and and know what the odds are and stuff, you you probably have a more you probably have an edge over your competitors. That makes sense. So in the next scene in this minute, they're back. Don Corleone and Tom Hagen are, are in the car. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's in the movie too. Who's the chauffeur, Alex? Hmm. Paulie? No, Paulie. You won't see him driving no more. Oh. Although they did leave him in the car. <laughs> <laughs> He's still there. Where else can Ollie come from? Come comments that choose out uh, whoever that was says uh, Rocco. Oh, yeah, it was yeah, Rocco. Rocco, I told you to leave him in there, but not for weeks. <laughs> it's the same car with the, the smashed in windshield that they killed Carlo in later. They killed Carlo, oh, yeah, yeah, filled with bodies. Oh, that was the one that they so smashed up in the behind. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like the Paramount was running out of money at this point. <laughs> it was Rocco. Rocco. Rocco is the chauffeur in this mm-hmm. scene. And uh, the Don said to Hagen, our driver, that man Lamponi. So it's Rocco Lamponi. Keep an eye on him. He's a fellow worth something better, I think. Mm. So Don's uh, good at scouting out talent. Didn't Rocco um, uh, kill Polly? Yeah. That's he how did. he became a maid. I think that's he made his bones yeah. that day, yeah. 
So do you think that means when you kill someone, Alex? Oh, really? Yeah, I thought it was like literally making bones. Well, you're not making the bones. The bones are made. You're. It's more like you're, you're, you're ending the life. So the bones. So the body will decompose. So that eventually the bones will be exposed. It's so like really, you're exposing bones. You're exposing bones. It's bones. Revealing bones. Revealing bones. <laughs> there you go. Uh, let's see, Hagen. Oh, so after this, also I don't break about Rocco being mm-hmm. the driver. So we found out he became a made man mm-hmm. at that point, mm-hmm. which is now like what two years ago, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and now he's come to the Dom's attention. Mm-hmm. Do you think like the driver is a good? If you're the driver for Don Corleone, is that like a a um, a good gig to have because it puts you in contact? So like. Now the Don's like, oh, that Ronald guy is pretty good. We should keep him because he's been interacting with him as a driver. So, yeah. So was, was Clemenza like, hey, listen, Rocco, drive, drive the Don. And mm-hmm. he'll, uh, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. You're yeah. right. It's probably better than other chauffeur gigs hmm. rather than better than driving Clemenza around. Yeah. Better than driving Pauly around. <laughs> <It's like the laughs> Pauly had his own crew back yeah. in the day. Um, so, yeah, driving the Don around would be great. What about uh, what about Salozzo? Um, you know, well, that was Lou. Remember, he didn't fit Lou's right, famous yeah. Lou turn on the bridge. Yeah. That's true. Lou I don't. Turn. We don't know what happened. I don't think yeah. Salozzo's uh, would be a good person to drive for because you don't even know if he'll be in the car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he's the hunted one. You don't want to be driving a hunted guy around. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, what you don't see in the movie that we learned about in the book is after this, the meeting of the Dons. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Don meets with Hagen, Clemenza, and Tessio that night mm-hmm. to kind of debrief. Okay. So there's some cool inside information. Uh, let's see. Puzzo writes, Then the Don turned to Hagen. Uh, You've let the Bochicio hostage... Uh, have you let the Bochicio hostages go? Hagen nodded. I called Clemenza as soon as I got home. Corleone turned to the massive Clemenza. The Capo regime nodded. I really... I released them. Tell me, Godfather. And then he goes on. I just wanted to, to <laughs> reference that because Corleone tur- turned to the massive Clemenza. <laughs> uh, anyway, so the Don, at this point, the Don is just with Hagen. Uh, Clemenza and Tessio have not arrived. The Don sipped his carefully, sipped his whiskey carefully and lit up a cigar. Mm. We haven't seen him, or definitely in the movie, we haven't seen him smoke. Yeah, that's true. Uh, do you take him for a smoking guy? I think an occasional cigar Yeah, back then. Yeah. Yeah, I could totally see that. Much more common back then, right? Yeah. Do we see anyone smoking? I think we see, must see the gangster smoking. I think we see a lot of cigarette smoking. Maybe I, know, I think we see Cheech smoking. Because yeah, we, see him, we yeah. see him put out a cigarette before he yeah, goes to yeah. the, uh, the assassination. Mm. Oh, no, no, no. That was no cigarette. <laughs> uh, what about Mikey? Does, do we see him smoking? Like we do the, see him Kay? smoke. Yeah, when he's meeting with Kay and Kay tells, Kay tells him that she's going to leave him. Oh, right. Because of the, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's in GF2, right? Yeah. yeah. No, I, I, thought, I was thinking earlier, was there a scene of Mikey smoking like at the wedding? Yeah, we'll or, keep an eye out for that. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see, Puzo writes, so this is the Don Corleone, he's, he's telling Hagen, we've got to get Mikey home, we've got to do it fast. Don Corleone says he's not worried about the crime families, he believes that they're going to keep the peace. He's worried about the police, mm. that they're going to plant evidence, or they're going to hang himself in jail. Exactly, or- because, word is out, because all the, the crime families, informants, 
basically told the police that they that he killed their captain. Yeah. So you can't let that go. Puto writes, "What we Wait, have are you talking about the captain who got mixed up in the rackets? <laughs> yeah, I think the newspapers would love this. I think Puto would like a story about that, <laughs> like that. He might." Puto writes, "What we have to worry about is the police framing false evidence because their informers have assured them that Michael Corleone is the man who killed the captain. We have to demand that the five families do everything in their power to correct this belief of the police. All their informers who work with the police must come up with new stories." So it's kind of cool that they're. Just trying to get this campaign of disinformation yeah. out there. Fake news. Mm-hmm. So question about that. Yeah. Uh, the Don says, oh, these fall, this false evidence. Mm-hmm. Is the Don still operating under the illusion that Michael did not do it? No. He, he knows he did it. We he, talked about this last week because, remember, Hagen told him. Right. But I don't know. There's still room for doubt. Hagen, really? not the most reliable. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Hagen's I like, think that's why he was shaking his head. He's like, oh my God, Don, you're so stupid. Hagen's, uh, should we insist that Fredo's drug middlemen have clean records? <laughs> oh, Fredo, what are you talking about? It was, it was Bazzini all along. <laughs> you mean Totali? <laughs> Tom is so bad. He can't even keep track of all the characters. <laughs> Wait a minute. I have one client. Is, is that you? <laughs> So Puto writes, uh, Don Corleone says, I want all the land around the mall bought, the houses bought. I don't want any man able to look out his window into my garden, even if it's a mile away. I want a fence around the mall, and I want the mall, the mall to be on full protection all the time. I want a gate in that fence. In short, I wish now to live in a fortress. Let me say to you now that I will never go into the city to work again. <gasps> I will be... Semi-retired. Dun, dun, dun. I'm a semi-retired godfather now. Semi-retired. Tired, tired, tired. <laughs> Close up of Tom. Retired. I'm sorry, Don Corleone. I haven't done enough preparation with your 401ks and your pension. <laughs> anyway, I wanted to call that out because we joke a lot. About him being semi-retired, I'm um I'm surprised, mm-hmm. that, frankly, that this um building up of land and making a fortress, they waiting to now they'll do it, considering that they've been at war with the families for yeah. like a year and a half. Well, maybe Don Corleone would have done it if he weren't in his coma, right? But he hasn't been in a coma for yeah a little while. Yeah, anyway. it's a good point because now more than ever he feels that the five families are at peace. Yeah, with the Corleone family. Yeah. Hmm. Puto writes, Now I'm going to leave things more and more up to each of you three. So now he's addressing Tessio and Clemenza. And, I want, and Tom. And Tom, yeah. I want the Santino regime disbanded and the men placed in your regimes. That should reassure our friends and show that I mean peace. Hmm. Interesting, right? And then uh, <laughs> Don asks about Fredo. Tell me about Fredo. What is really happening out there? <laughs> I hear I wouldn't recognize my own son. It seems he's a cook now. A cook? I guess he likes to cook. That he amuses himself with young goyles more than a grown man should. Well, he was always too serious when he was young, and he was never the man for family business. But let's find out what really can be done out there. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> Um, Would you eat a meal cooked by Fredo? Well, do you think he means cooking? 
like oh. food or does he mean he's like like a cook is like a guy who's like, like playing the field with ladies good at cooking stuff oh. up oh because he just goes no, no, right no, no, from no. that to to yeah no no it is cook because there's a little i just oh okay there's something coming up <laughs> that corroborates that he knows how to make he knows how to make spaghetti sauce with <laughs> 20 guys <laughs> Oh, Don Corleone, I thought you meant cook the books. I've assigned him to an account I've assigned him to an accounting internship. You've got to be more clear. I meant cook, literally. <laughs> Won't you need some? Hagen said quietly. Should we send your <laughs> He said quietly. Should we send your son in law after should we send your son in law? Oh, so so sorry. Don Corleone said, uh send Tom, get a bunch of people to go out to Vegas. We need to find out what's going on in Vegas. So mm-hmm. Tom asks quietly, should we send your son-in-law? <laughs> After all, Carla was a native of Nevada. He knows his way around. <laughs> Don Corleone shook his head. Mm-hmm. No, my wife is lonely here without any of her children. I want Constanzia and her husband moved into one of the houses on the mall. I want Carlo given a responsible job. Maybe I've been too harsh on him. And Don Corleone made a grimace. I'm short of sons. Take him out of the gambling and put him in with the unions where he can do some paperwork and a lot of talking. He's a good talker. There was the tiniest note of contempt in the Don's voice. So it sounds like it is a step up from the candy store bookmaking operation yeah. to union paperwork. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's really, Carl really moving up in the world. <laughs> so that's a weird. Uh, first of all, I thought Con- I thought Connie had already moved into the. I thought so too. I thought earlier out after yeah, the sunny, right thing. after sunny. Yeah. And so does Maybe the Don was- not know about the sunny thing that Carlo was involved in it? Why is he getting Carlo? I don't think he, he knows. They not I, don't, I don't think it would. Well, I don't think anyone knows. I think it's not until Mikey. Mikey's the only one who pieces it together. Plays it all out. Yeah. I think. Hmm. It's a good question. Then the scene with Tom Hagen, Tom Hagen doesn't suspect that Carlo. Or do they keep Did They not I let Carlo he, know that he. It's hard to say. It's not clear. We've come. Hmm. We've asked ourselves this question a few times. It's yeah. not clear. I don't think it's clear in the book either. Okay. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, Hagen nodded. Okay, Clemenza and I will go go over all the people and put together a group to do the Vegas job. Do you want me to call Freddie home for a few days? Because he's in Vegas. The Don shook his head. He said cruelly, huh? "What? What for? My wife can still cook our meals." Oh damn! Let me. <laughs> oh snap! <laughs> you busted. <laughs> well, let him stay out there. The three men shifted uneasily in their seats. They had not realized Freddy was in such severe disfavor with his father. Mm. And they suspected it must be because of something they did not know. Hmm. No other information about that. Isn't that interesting? And it's not the it's not the um it's not the the fact that he was on duty when That's the only thing I could think of that yeah. he did that he didn't do a good job protecting um, yeah. Oh, maybe he. Maybe he. He. Uh, he's mad that he became a cook. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was. I thought I sent him out there to learn how to cook the books, <laughs> not to literally cook. <laughs> Come on, what's the matter with you? Don Corleone puts a rights. Don Corleone waved Hagen into a chair, and so the other two go, uh, and said, "Conciliary, do you disapprove of any of my deeds today?" So he's he's debriefing the whole mm-hmm. meeting with the family. This is really interesting. Hagen took his time answering. No, he said. 
<laughs> but I don't find it consistent nor true to your nature. You say you don't want to find out how Santino was killed or want vengeance for it. I don't believe that. You gave your word for peace, and so you'll keep the peace, but I can't believe you will give your enemies the victory they seem to have won today. You've constructed a magnificent riddle that I can't solve, so how can I approve or disapprove? A look of content came over the Don's face. Content or contempt? Content. Content. Contempt. Content, happiness. Well, well, you know me better than anyone else. Mm. Even though you're not a Sicilian, I made you one. Everything you say is true, but there's a solution, and you'll comprehend it before it spins out to the end. So that makes it sound like he does know that that he does plan to get revenge. It does, it's just yeah, that he's not going that. to. He's not mm. going to be the one. His grandchildren aren't going to be the ones burning in hell. Uh, oh, by the way, Hagen, when I swore in the meeting on the souls <laughs> of, of my grandchildren, I meant yours. <laughs> I put that in the contract. So if you see it, don't correct it. It is a contract, no matter how small it is. <laughs> We've got an agreement. We've got a contract, right? <laughs> so Don Corleone is talking to Hagen, trying to figure out how to get Mikey home and mm-hmm. work on that. Puzza writes, there are troubles in Sicily. The young fellows over there don't listen to their elders anymore. Michael could get caught in between. That's one of the reasons I had to make the peace. Barzini has friends in Sicily, and they were beginning to sniff Michael's trail. You mean Tatalia? That was Barzini's friends in Sicily all along. Oh, my gosh. Hagen didn't bother asking the Don how he had gotten this information. He was not even surprised. Uh, so it was kind of interesting how Don still has his, his uh, eyes and ears out there. He's got his sources. Mm-hmm. Spying on Freddy. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think Don Corleone trusts Tessio and uh, Clemenza? Yes. I'm not sure. Puzzo uh-uh. writes, arrange with the telephone man so that every month I get a list of all the telephone calls made and received by Clemenza and Tessio. I suspect them of nothing. I would swear <laughs> they would never betray me, but there's no harm in knowing any little thing that may help us before the event. So he does trust them, but not totally. Mm-hmm, that's right. Trust but verify. Keep your friends close and your couple regimes. Of with the telephone man. <laughs> yeah. Hagen went out. Uh, he wondered if the Don was keeping check on him. Of course. Do you yeah. think he was? Yeah. I think it's 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 implied. Yeah, it is. Well, make sure you have your phone tapped uh-huh. and make sure people start reading your mail. <laughs> Tom, I'm going to need your American online username and password. <laughs> <laughs> Hagen, Hagen was sure that in the subtle and complex mind of the Godfather, a far-ranging plan of action was being initiated that made the day's happenings no more than a tactical retreat. And there was that one dark fact that no one mentioned, that he himself had not dared to ask, that Don Corleone ignored, all pointed to a day of reckoning in the future. Mm. I think that's your answer, Alex. Don Corleone. Uh, they asked. They, they answered. answered. We got it. So I have uh, this whole scene about how they, or information about how they bring Mikey back. Mm-hmm. Should I save it for the scene when Mikey is back? Let's save it for then, because that's okay. that's K minutes, and K is traditionally a kind of light. Yeah. Let, let's yeah, let's save that for. It I will give you a little teaser though. Uh-huh. How long do you think it takes them to actually get Mikey back? Four months. One year. A year. Yeah. But it was to be a. A whole nother year before Don Corleone could arrange for his son Michael to be smuggled back into the U.S. Wow, that's I'm surprised. Booyah. Why would it take so long? 
because I'm going to explain that in the minute where I'm oh, all right. about how they do it. Okay. Remember, the police are after him. You got the whole New York NYPD after him. Interpol. <laughs> CIA, FBI. FBI. BBC. <laughs> Not Busby. So let's rate it. All right. We didn't even talk about... Uh, don't don't insist. <laughs> Just a good yeah. thing we can say all yeah. the time. All right. I'm ready. One, two, three, four, five. Why did you rate it five? Well, um, Brando, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, I almost went four. Mm-hmm. But then I remember there's a little bit at the end where you're uh, saying, should I make sure they have clean drug records? Mm-hmm. And then, should I make sure they have clean drug records? And then he says, oh, oh wow. ask to, to, to mention it. So that's what says. bumped it up for you. Uh, I just think that's a line that, that mm-hmm. is a, a familiar line. So <laughs> it's a, that's anytime one of those lines appears, I'm like, oh, that's a good mm-hmm. uh, you know, thing. But, you know, you get some good Don moments. You get him shaking yeah. hands. With the, the <laughs> yeah, the handshake was great. So, I was going to rate it for it, but I bumped it up to five for another reason. Why? This is the second half of Don's speech, mm-hmm. and and he comes on really strong for his and that I will not forgive. Yeah, and then he's got this great moment of reflection. He says, "But beside that, yeah, he's gonna, it's just it's a great performance and great yeah. dialogue too." Mm-hmm. So Brando, Brando carries it again. Now the guy should get an Academy Award. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, anyway, I guess that'll wrap up minute one hundred and thirty-three. Yeah. What so I we- think in the bonus content where we plan to talk about. The other characters' oaths, oaths like what they would swear yeah. on. Okay, yeah, yeah. sure. We oh, got okay. all our standard stuff: yeah. merch, D and D stats, uh, horoscopes. Alex, have you listened to any of our podcasts on YouTube yet? No, but uh, I understand it's quite a thing to hear. No, yeah. and some people started dropping some comments in there. Nice, pretty fun. Yeah, we had one uh, listener who, if you remember, last bonus content we started talking about uh, fi- how we want to get phishing software. Mm-hmm. onto people's computers right. and we do it through YouTube. Yeah. So someone left a comment about that. That, 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 that they were, that they had gone to the YouTube for the phishing scam. <laughs> good, good. Yeah, it's good stuff. Thank uh, you. Thanks for leaving that comment. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I got to hype up that more often on the, in the YouTube and on the Instagram and, uh, yeah. and on the uh, uh, Twitter. Hey, you guys, don't forget, you can follow us on Twitter at Godfather Minute. Pretty straightforward. Mm-hmm. And um, until so, we'll be back next week with minute 134 and get to find out if, in fact, he meant Tatalia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's quite a cliffhanger. <laughs> and uh, so, until uh, next time. Until next time. I swear on the souls of my grandchildren that I will not break the, the peace. peace.